Welcome to WFUV's What's What. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area. That includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. Here are today's headlines. New York's facing a so-called triple-demic, and government officials are calling for help. There is a surge of three respiratory viruses this season. The flu, COVID, and a virus known as RSV are causing emergency rooms to see over 70,000 hospitalizations across the country. Children's hospitals in New York City are experiencing similar spikes, specifically with RSV. Cohen Children's Medical Center in Queens has seen a 44 percent increase in admissions compared to three years ago. It's a virus that usually results in mild cases, but some infants and young children can experience dangerous symptoms like trouble breathing. Senator Chuck Schumer says the influx of cases are over- overwhelming health care providers. He's calling on the Department of Human Services to provide emergency rooms with doctors and nurses they need. Schumer also says federal officials from neighboring states like Pennsylvania should be allowed to help. With the holiday season in swing, health officials are asking people to be cautious during get-togethers. Mayor Adams announced a $44 million partnership with the American College of Lifestyle Medicine and New York City Hospitals. The program will provide free training for hospital workers in so-called lifestyle medicine. WFUV's Grace Anderson has more. 20 hospitals and healthcare systems will be participating in a program that provides free training in lifestyle medicine to healthcare workers. Lifestyle medicine treats chronic conditions by implementing changes to diet and exercise rather than relying on prescription-based treatment. Mayor Adams was joined by Larray Brown, president and CEO of One Brooklyn Health System. If you provide this approach to one person in a family, the entire family can live their best lives possible. The program is not required for hospital workers, but training will be offered throughout all five boroughs. With WFUV News, I'm Grace Anderson. You're going to need some big bucks to live in the Big Apple. New York City topped the charts as one of the most expensive cities to live in across the world. That's according to Economist Intelligence Unit. It was tied for number one with Singapore. Second was Tel Aviv and Hong Kong and L.A. tied for third. The average cost of living around the world increased over 8 percent due to the war in Ukraine and the aftermath of the COVID-19 pandemic. Last year, NYC was ranked sixth on the list. The Economist Intelligence Unit created the list by comparing the cost of goods and services across 172 cities. There's a Supreme Court hearing today that concerns free speech and LGBTQ rights. A Christian graphic artist refuses to create wedding websites for gay couples, saying it's against her faith. It's the latest dispute that has to do with religion and gay rights to reach the highest court. Five years ago, there was a similar case where a baker refused to design a cake for a gay couple. Opponents say that if the Supreme Court rules in favor of the graphic artist, then it can cause more business owners to refuse to serve people for marginalized groups. This case comes at a time when the court is dominated 6-3 to by conservatives. It's also following a series of cases where the justices have sided with religious plaintiffs. Fans of Sesame Street are mourning the death of Bob McGrath. McGrath was an original cast member of the children's show when it aired first in 1969. 
He also made musical contributions to Sesame Street with sing-alongs to the show's most iconic songs, such as If You're Happy and You Know It and The People in Your Neighborhood. He was surrounded by family when he died from complications after a stroke. Bob McGrath was 90. Theatergoers can listen to hits like Toxic, Circus, and Oops, I Did It Again. The Britney Spears musical will be called Once Upon a One More Time, and it will be on stage this spring. The play won't focus on her personal life, but will be centered on popular fairy tales like Cinderella and Snow White, but with a twist. Now, let's move on to some sports headlines with WFUV's Annabelle Watson. Mets fans were pretty disappointed this past weekend. Tell us more about that, Annabelle. Star pitcher Jacob deGrom left the team after signing a five-year, $185 million contract with the Texas Rangers, leaving the Mets without their arguably most valuable player. The Mets will likely pursue top free agent starting pitchers to replace deGrom. The signing will also have a meaningful impact on the league's winter meetings. And Annabelle, one player in the NFL, just got off of a long suspension. How did that go? Quarterback Deshaun Watson certainly did not get a warm welcome back to the field. Although Houston's NRG Stadium was half empty, Watson was booed before every snap throughout the entire game. The Cleveland Browns player faced an 11-game suspension after allegations of sexual assault and harassment from more than two dozen women. Watson struggled in his debut against his former team, completing only 131 yards. Thanks, Annabelle. It's the 16th year of FUV's Benefit Concert, and this year it's back to being an in-person event. WFUV's music director, Russ Boris, chats with Robin Shannon about this year's holiday cheer. So, Russ Boris, what does this year's holiday cheer lineup look like? So we have a pretty amazing lineup. And after not having uh, done holiday cheer for a couple of years, we really wanted to make sure we came back, you know, big. And, um, and I think we've really done that. We've got Chris Stone, Kingfish Ingram, who had headlined the Apollo Theater back in the spring. Uh, we've got uh, a longtime FUV favorite in Lucius, who were also at the Beacon Theater back in the spring. Uh, and Spoon, uh, our headliner for the night, Austin's Rock Ambassadors, who have got, you know, a nearly 30-year career at this point, which is insanity. And if you go to a Spoon show, it's unbelievable to see how ridiculously consistent that band has been over that time frame. But also the fact that you, you stand there and you go, oh, I know that song, and I know that song, and I know that song. And it's just one after another. It's like every song that WFUB has ever played from Spoon like finds its way into a set because they've had so many incredible radio songs. And, you know, we're just thrilled that we have this lineup that I think is going to be uh, making for a very special evening at Holiday Cheer. A nonstop party, it sounds like. So when and where is Holiday Cheer happening this year? Holiday Cheer is again back at the Beacon Theater in New York City, which is just an historic venue. Um, I mean, if you're going to talk about a perfect place to see a show, that's really it. Um, the most incredible sound in the city, I think. Uh, and it is on Tuesday, December 6th at the Beacon Theater. And where can people get tickets? Uh, you, uh, they go to WFUV.org slash cheer. All the information is right there. You can go to Ticketmaster. If you go to the box office, you save on some of those fees. So that's something if you want to go in person and do that, that's uh, a little tip from us. You want to go in person and buy your tickets. And Russ, pick one spoon song that you're looking forward to hearing at the concert at Halloween. Oh Cheer. man, um, that's that's so crazy because there's, like I said, there's just so many spoon songs in that catalog that are that are really incredible. Um, I turn my camera on might be one because of the groove that it does. Although I'll be honest, um, 
there are uh, sometimes Spoon will cover a particular John Lennon song, and it looks like Britt Daniel from Spoon is his happiest in that moment and singing that song. Uh, so that does make for kind of a special, um, a special little treat in the show, and I hopefully they do that one too. And do we plan on having any kind of Christmas theme songs that we know of? The band does do a Christmas song or two. I don't know for certain if they're going to break one out because you never know. I mean, sometimes set lists change and whatnot, but I think it's entirely possible you could you could hear a Christmas song or two that night. All right. Thanks so much, Russ Boris. Thank you. That was WFUV's Robin Shannon talking with music director Russ Boris. For more information about Holiday Cheer, visit WFUV.org. And that's our show for today. I'm Nicoletta Papavasilakis. And I'm Christina Lulich. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.